number 15. Hello, this is our podcast, Sunshine on Issues, reports from the State House in Tallahassee. Hello again, everyone. This is James Call, Capitol Reporter for the Tallahassee Democrat and former Capitol Bureau Chief for the Florida Public Radio Network. Here's a quarter hour of Capitol Talk. This week, we have some sounds of budget making. Senator Bill Monfort is thinking of resigning, and when the big dog moves, everyone notices. And House Democrats unite to oppose the Speaker's education priorities. This edition of Sunshine on Issues was recorded Thursday, February 1st. We're approaching the halfway mark of the 2018 session, and we must figure out how to spend $87 billion. The House and Senate are about $100 million apart, and we have a couple pieces of sound, the kind of conversations you hear when wandering the halls of the Capitol when lawmakers get down to the nitty-gritty of building a state spending plan. One of the flashpoints going forward to the session's March 9th deadline is higher education. The Senate wants to spend nearly $400 million more on state universities than the House does. The House wants to reduce the university's budget by about $200 million. The House also wants to sweep state trust funds to balance its budget proposal. Here's Representative Sean Shaw on why he won't support raiding the Affordable Housing Trust Fund to pay for tax cuts and other people's priorities. We need this. I mean, listen, I'm realistic. This is a big hit to the budget. It's not my fault. We shouldn't have been sweeping this for the last 10 years. So if we're such a well-run state and we're so fiscally responsible, then you use money for the, for the reason it was intended. For the first time in maybe 20 years, the Senate is not sweeping any money out of this trust fund. I think they're sending the right message that you don't need to be sweeping these trust funds. I mean, that's, that's the message. Now, if we receive that message, I don't know. That's above my pay grade, too. Another interesting conversation taking place concerns criminal justice. Florida spends $4.5 billion on prisons, juvenile justice, and law enforcement. Other states spend less and have lower crime rates. Florida has more than 101,000 people in state prisons, and Senator Jeff Brandis said the Department of Corrections is at the breaking point. He said the state funds only 88% of what is needed in guards and officers to supervise the prisoners. Here's Senator Brandis. Uh, so there's a variety of different things that we can look at. We're talking about mandatory minimum reforms. We've already passed through uh, two committees in the Senate on that issue. We think we're in negotiations with the House on that discussion. So what I think you're seeing is a broad base of reforms are going to happen this year that we think will free up resources so that we can better uh, better handle uh, individuals inside in the community and we think that's better for Florida as, as a whole and we can and we will still see declines in crime rates. What do you think of this frame? In the 80s, you know, as, as a matter of public policy, uh, we really started tough on crime measures. And we went a generation with, you know, sort of like a lock them up mentality, even, you know, to an extent, say, lock them up, throw away the key, what do we care? You know, we went through a generation of that type of policies, but now that we're collecting all the data, we're saying, maybe we need to re-examine that philosophy. That's exactly what's happening. What we're finding is in many of these areas, that the, the, the policies of the past don't work. 
and the states that have seen and done significant reform are seeing better outcomes. And Florida is not seeing those outcomes because we haven't implemented those reforms. But I think what's exciting is we can look around these laboratories of democracy in the states, we can pull their best ideas, we can begin to implement them in the state of Florida and have better results overall. You know, and Mr. Engel, you know, he, he made that comment about uh, the bill yesterday's news conference. He hasn't seen anything like it anywhere else in, in, the, in the country. So, I mean, basically, you you're, you want to make Florida a leader? In I think Florida needs to stand out and be the leader in criminal justice reform. I don't think I can look at anyone and tell them we have a working criminal justice system today that works across the board for everybody. I think largely we have individual pockets that work very well, but there are huge areas that I have great concern about. I think I, what I want is a I, I want a criminal justice system that works for, for everybody, that makes that makes works to make us safer, that's actually treating addiction as a health issue um, and not as a crime issue, that looks to treat um, the, the low-level offenders and divert them to treatment if possible, but keep them in their community wherever possible. Largely, people aren't getting better in prison. They're getting older in prison. House Democrats this week united as a bloc to oppose Speaker Richard Corcoran's top education priority. It's called HB 7055. It expands a taxpayer-funded private school voucher program to create HOPE scholarships for students who are bullied. Here's incoming House Democratic leader Keon McGee announcing Democrats' opposition as a caucus or a unified block of votes. Now, the most ironic thing about all of this is this. There is a push, make no mistake about it, that began with 7069 to destroy our educational system as we currently know it. And as we heard from another leader, 7069 2.0, what I also deem as 7069 on steroids, is perhaps one of the worst pieces of legislation that this chamber, this legislature, has ever seen. It robs Peter to pay Paul. It creates more governmental intervention. It creates more governmental ratting. It creates a system of haves and have-nots. So what is that conclusion? The conclusion is we have arrived to the point where those who are pushing 755, i.e. 7069 on steroids, are pushing for more governmental intervention into our classrooms. Since when, since when do we replace the expertise of those teachers those principals, those advocates of education, since when do we allow for politicians to control what happens in our classrooms? Of course, Republicans outnumbered Democrats two to one in the Florida House. So despite McGee's rhetoric, 7055 is moving. How committed is Corcoran to the proposal? Well, he's betting the education budget on it. WLRN found on page 21 of the budget the House is working on a line which reads, Funds in the Florida Education Finance Program, $8.3 billion, are contingent upon HB 7055 or similar legislation becoming law. It's budget season at the State House, and it's hard to keep up. And during all these budget shenanigans, Tallahassee politicos were told to brace themselves 
the earth is about to shake. The big dog of the capital city's political world is about to make a move. Senator Bill Monford is thinking of stepping down to run for mayor of Tallahassee. Why would someone leave the Florida Senate to become the ceremonial mayor of a mid-sized city or a city that aspires to be mid-sized? I couldn't figure it out. And then the senator returned a phone call and I heard a middle school teacher talking civics. Here's some of the conversation and you can decide what's going on with this possible move by Monford that will reshape the capital city's state house delegation. And, and these are people from all walks of life have contacted me. And quite frankly, uh, it's flattering uh, for them to have such a uh, an opinion of me that they think that I could be uh, a good mayor. So uh, it's, it's a flattering uh, comment uh, to me, and I appreciate that uh, because I respect them for their uh, love for this city. But at the same time, uh, I have I represent half a million people. I represent eleven North Florida counties, and I have. You know, and I have a commitment to them. And my sole focus right now is representing those 500,000 people, 11 counties, the best of my ability in the Florida Senate. And that's what I, I've got to focus on There's, and make sure that I do, do my job as a state senator. Your focus on being a state senator, but what about in March? What happens in March at the end of the legislative session? Well, you know, quite frankly, this is a huge decision, uh, and it's one that I need to reflect on uh, and and be you know spend time um, you know with you know with with the issue. I mean, uh, resigning from the Florida Senate. I mean, that's that that is a monumental decision, quite frankly, uh, because I love the Florida Senate. I love serving the people of North Florida. I hope that I've done a good job and have made I-11 counties uh, better. So that's that's my main focus right now. And so I just think, you know, all of this has come so quickly uh, that, you know, I need to pause and, and uh, you know, really assess the situation and determine what's best uh, for this community, what's best for Senate District 3. And, of course, what's best for me, personally. So how much time do you think uh, is, is needed to, to come to, to a decision? Well, the, the, this session ends, you know, March, March 9th. Uh, but I also know, uh, you know, I may, may make a decision well before March 9th because th- this is an important decision, not just for me. But it has such an impact for this community, and I'm well aware of that. Uh, what we need, you know, you know, I mean, there's a lot of question there. A lot of people are waiting, quite frankly, for me to make a decision so so they can make one. And and that's a, you know, that's that's a heavy, uh, you know, not a burden, but that's that's heavy on my mind. Uh, I just, you know, but again, this all like all came up so quickly. Uh, you know, that uh, I think it's, it's best to, you know, slow down, make a good, sound decision. 
but again, uh, I love being in the Florida Senate. I think I'm, uh, hopefully I'm doing a good job and I've made a commitment to serve the 500,000 people in Senate District 3. This is a serious uh, decision, not just for me, I think for this community, because uh, if I don't, uh, you know, whether I run or not, uh, we need we need people running uh, that love this community and, and can make a difference. And there are a lot of people out there. I'm not the only person. I am not the only person that will make a good mayor. There are a lot of people out there that could be Tallahassee mayor and do a great job. And so it's not just it's not it's not just me. There are a lot of people that can serve and you know and do a great job. Sunshine on Issues is produced for the Tallahassee Democrat and the USA Today Network, Florida, by Ashley White. You can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Read us. It helps others find us. You can follow us on Twitter at Call Tallahassee. The Tallahassee Democrat has been promoting democracy since 1905. This is James Call, the Democrat's Capitol Reporter. I thank you for your time. And until next week, my friends.